This is a Centre for Stories podcast. I'm Claudia from the team here at the Centre for Stories, and I'm excited to introduce you to our story this week. Before we get into it, I wanted to share with you some of our upcoming events. This month, award-winning young adult author Mark Smith will be visiting the Centre following the release of his latest novel, Land Offences. He will be hosting two events, an in-conversation with local author Alicia Tuckerman and a workshop for those interested in honing their skills in writing for young readers. Tickets for these events are available via our website. You will also find details in the information section of this podcast. We hope to see you there. Today's story is part of our Roaring 90s series, a collection of stories from our community elders collected throughout 2018. This collection of stories features the memories of yesteryear, accounts of war, racism, technological triumph, assimilation and social change. Azra Hodgkinson was 91 years old when this story was collected. She's a Pakistani woman from Lahore. In this interview, she reflects on the many changes in her life, most of which were out of her control. Azra is a charitable woman and continues to live surrounded by loving family. My name is Azra. I was born in Lahore, Pakistan. I was educated in Pakistan. Then there was this, uh, a lot of this thing going on with the India and Pakistan. They had a lot of trouble. So I went with the people to help all these people. And we used to see a lot of ter- uh, people cut out. It was terrible to see them try to help them. I'm 91, am I? Even in those days, the Bucks family supported the education of women. The main thing was that we were quite good going to school, going to the college. It wasn't bad for us, but uh, it was quite hard for lots of people. But we were lucky that uh, we had a bit of, probably a bit of status or whatever. It was, it was good. My life was very good. I went to the school, then I went to the college, then the marriage was arranged. <laughs> so I didn't know, sort of, I didn't know my husband beforehand. So. But that was it. That's how it was. When I was married... Mm. Uh, In your twin, early 20s? And it was a little bit strange, you know, not knowing the person. But you expected that. So it was okay, I suppose. It was a bit hard. <laughs> I think that's the way you, you've been brought up. That, uh, so you didn't, I didn't find anything sort of... It was strange going with that person. But I suppose that was expected. But get used to it. <laughs> had to do my, everything myself. When Saf was born, I had to put him on the kitchen table with the mattress and do the cooking. <laughs> so it was very hard to manage that, not doing before. So it, it, then you get used to all these things. But uh, Saf, when he was little baby, once he did go, dropped on the floor, that was terrible. <laughs> but, but then it was all right. 
I had a fairly good life there. And I was in BA when I got married, Bachelor of Arts. So until you get married, you are just studying. <laughs> in Australia, my grandfather and my family, some of my family was in Australia. So I don't think they, they, they just asked me about that person who I was going to marry. Well, I said, I don't know anything. If you think he's all right, he's all right. So that was it. Azra shared her memories of moving from Pakistan to Perth. I come to, from Lahore to Perth, I think it was. That took a long time because we had to stop somewhere. And then from there we take another plane and then got, got here. So it was quite a long journey. And it was hard for me coming from Lahore to a place like that. But you get used to it. I didn't know anything, tell you the truth. Just whatever they said, I went along with that. Yeah, I could speak English, but not so fluently. Because we never sort of spoke English in our... We just used to speak Punjabi or Urdu. So, one, once or twice I made some mistakes <laughs> in, in, in speaking English and uh, one of the boys who was working with my husband, he was laughing like anything. <laughs> he was uh, in drapery business and uh, he had f- about four or five people who used to take the things around in the, and uh, sell them. And they were on the time payment. I didn't do anything there. Just went and had a look around at the, all the clothes there. And sometimes I used to get one or two nice clothes. <laughs> yes, yes, we had servants there. So had the cook and the bearer. And we had people working for us, so it was good. Yeah, I had to do everything and I didn't know how to do it, certain things. So, but you have to learn. (laughs) Although Azra was provided care from her uncle and his family, this didn't stop her from making friends with an Australian couple. Yes, the people were very good. They were very, one, especially one family, they were really nice with me. I used to call the mother, mom and dad, and uh, used to go sometimes there. My husband used to drop me there, and they were Aussies, but they were very good. I didn't have any Pakistani family that time here. Can't remember that. But those I used to call mummy and daddy because they were so good to me. And uh, I got along well. And they had a daughter called Lulu. But uh, she was, she had uh, arthritis or whatever. And her hand was like that. But she was so, so talented. With her hands like that, she used to do so much nice work, you know. And uh, it was nice to see her doing that. But she was very sweet, Lulu. 
So uh, I enjoyed their company. I felt good with them because my uncle was here and uh, one or two uh, are sort of people from our country. So I didn't feel that lonely uh, because my uncle, I was staying with my uncle. Asra shared her experiences with adapting to the Australian way of life. I, I didn't have that white Australia. I was good. People just welcomed me. I never had that. I did for a while, but then uh, my husband said that I should wear this uh, dress. So it was a bit hard <laughs> wearing a dress when you are used to Shalwar kameez. But you get used to it. He said that it's better to be like everybody else instead of wearing my clothes. So it was sticking out sort of. So that's what he wanted me to do. So I had to do it. And then I didn't mind that. It was a bit hard because never showed my legs. Then you had to. When my husband passed away, that was very sad. He had this heart trouble and he couldn't lie down, so I had to put a chair behind him so he can just sit up. And uh, I used to sit with him, but when I... I must have dozed off or something, and when I woke up, he had already gone, and that was terrible. He was a few few years older than me, 10 or 12. Yes. I stayed in that house. Uh, Then the brother-in-law came, his brother, didn't like him at all. He was, (laughs) no, he was very, not very nice to my children. He just came because his brother passed off. So he came, probably wanted to, uh, I think he wanted to marry me or something. I wouldn't do that. I didn't want to marry him. Then my father has given me quite a bit of money, about three and a half thousand pounds that time. So I got my own place uh, with my two children and uh, we were quite happy that time then. Yes, he did. Uh, uh, He didn't give, I think he didn't give us anything. Yes, it was very hard for the people from one state to going another and they had a lot of problems. People were getting uh, killed and they were getting slaughtered, you know. It was terrible time that time. Muslims were coming there and the other religion Hindus were going back there and it was very hard for those people because uh, leaving their everything, their homes and everything, so just coming with their themselves with few clothes on. In Pakistan, Azra helped many victims of the Indian-Pakistan partition. I I was yes when they when they came they had a lot of uh, uh, people living in a place so I used to go and help them and uh, try and do whatever I can 
then we gave them some blankets and things whatever they needed very difficult it was mm-hmm. because uh, the people coming from the other side they were all cut their heads their bodies and they used to have sometimes these little worms so we have to pull them out with the tweezers it was very very hard time yes i think it did because for families like us it was all right but it was very hard for people who couldn't afford things and it became very hard you the thing is my my uncle was here and when i came i stayed with him so it was and then there was another couple of families muslim families mr mrs dean uh just mixing with them or they coming to help me so it was all right it was hard it was hard but i had to accept that so i don't know i just accepted it whatever it was but my uncle was very good he used to he actually used to do the cooking because i couldn't in the beginning my younger sister she came here i think before i did so she said that uh, i should learn something to cook so i cooked uh, learned chicken curry i cooked something another curry so when i came here i did know a little bit of cooking <laughs> yes uh, i'm quite happy i've got nice family my daughter in law is very good my niece is very good <laughs> and my my other uh, my nieces and nephews they are also lovely you know i had two children uh, saf my son was 66 now and amber is 64 she is in america i haven't seen her for a while now i've got the other son who's who's with me hasan but from a different father hasan hodgkinson everything has changed for the best i think we are more independent we can do what we like and my family my daughter in law my nieces they all so loving so i don't i don't feel any uh, any anything which is sort of bothering me everything is good for me i love it i love my family and uh, it's, it's it's good to have them children are very independent now they do what they want to do i suppose that's okay but uh, it's not the same when when we were young but uh, i think it has to change as was isn't it well i wouldn't mind if if she picked out someone because uh, it's different now my days were different your parents were the one but now if they do that's okay i suppose because that's their life so it was a bit hard sort of he has his ideas and 
I had my ideas and then sometimes we had a little bit of uh, sort of not agreeing with each other. Azra's charitable work continued in Australia. I always wanted to help others, so I didn't mind doing that. One was Darul Shifa, wasn't it? Darul Shifa, place, place of healing. We used to go help ladies. We used to distribute some blankets. So we used to go and take it, the blankets and things, and uh, just give it to them. Yes. Muslim women to help them. But anyone, anyone who needed help. Yeah, meals on wheels, I did that too. No, I used to deliver it. I, I, I did a few things like that. I actually quite like it. It's nice to help others and that helps yourself too. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this story, please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast. If you would like to listen to more stories, check out our upcoming events, subscribe to our mailing list or find out more about what we do, head to www.centerforstories.com.